What happens if you find that your grind takes up all your time and you can never unwind? Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Drew, and I want to welcome you back to Learn How to See Better. It's the only podcast out there that will improve your vision the longer you listen. Alrighty, folks, in today's episode, I've got something special for you. I want to talk a little bit about business. And business in the way that it aligns with the lives that we live. They might seem like something that you keep totally separate, but there's a lot of overlap that we have to take into account. And so what I want to really dig into today is ask that question. Do you love what you built? Do you love what you're building? Right. And I had an opportunity to share some thoughts uh, where I was really focused on really pointing out some of those instances where we might be prone to making some mistakes. And what are the things that we need to look out for as we go through this process? How do we evaluate that process of really building something that we love and that we're going to continually enjoy? So tune in. I've got some great tips for you and I hope you like it. Thanks. One of the things that you have to be careful of when you're going out and building a business for yourself, whether you're starting your real estate as a side hustle while you've got your W-2 already or you're already all in with the real estate, there is a tendency to take some of our W-2 habits into the world of the 1099, uh, the world of the entrepreneur, the world of the you know, escort partnership, different tax returns, right? Um, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, there's a lot more that you have to think about. There's a lot more that you have to embrace and to operate with only the hat or the frame of reference or the goggles of the employee lenses that you looked at the world through, um, in some instances, that's really going to help you in your business because you bring unique value, a unique skill set that comes from wherever you built your craft in your professional career. But you get over to this side and it's a lot more that you have to do, a lot more that you have to take on, a lot more that you have to think about. And what if you find that the vehicle you've chosen to get you to your success point is one that requires efforts in arenas that you don't feel optimized to be the one to do it? Case in point, let's just say you're watching this video and you've got an interest in real estate. You get hit to the fact that there's ways to make money in real estate with like little to no cash, little to no credit. You can come from Yale or jail. You can be 18 to 81 and you can wholesale a deal, make three grand fast, five grand fast, 15 grand fast with just a handful of hours of work, right? Maybe an hour of work can make you 10 grand. What a concept. Sign me up. The promise is there. I'm, I'm all for it, right? That's way better than, you know, slaving for Mr. Charlie and, and never getting any respect. But then if we said, okay, well, there's a strategy by which you, you find people that, that, that have to sell their home or don't want their home or they're in a situation where you can be the solution by getting that property out of the way. You say, okay, okay, I'll follow that strategy. Yeah, here's what we're going to do. You know, here's, here's the tactic. We are going to, um, we're going to knock on every door in the seedy neighborhood where there's a lot of distressed properties and likely a lot of distressed homeowners. And you know what? Um, we might need to do it at five, six, seven in the evening. Uh, so we catch people at home and have the best chance to talk to uh, the homeowner and the person in charge. But you know, you just do 10 of these, that's hundred grand. You know, we're talking 50 hours of work and you could, you could retire your boss forever, you know, retire from your job, fire your boss, right? But the idea of door knocking or you're going to do uh, some pre-foreclosure work and have to actually talk to those people to prevent their home from going, you know, to the auction steps. That might scare the bejesus out of you. And now the idea of making you a hundred grand with 50 hours of work isn't so compelling. It's like saying, you know, I'll give you a brand new Ferrari um, if you'll just walk from New York to LA. No hitchhiking, <laughs> no trains, planes, or automobiles. You gotta walk. You know, you're cool with the free car, but the price is too much. I gotta walk all the way across the country. Well, yeah, each step, one in front of the other, you'll eventually get there. No cost of that, right? So thinking about that as you actually go into building your business, 
And if you are choosing a vehicle that has characteristics or qualities that say, okay, well, you know, do I have to do certain things a certain way? If maybe you're more introverted and it's like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to talk to sellers to actually get this money. I see how I can help solve their problem. I see how I can be a solution provider, but I don't see how I can be the one going in and giving them an offer on their property for 70 grand when it's worth 100, you know? So when you look at that, it's like, okay, it doesn't mean the vehicle's any less good. And it doesn't mean that you're faulted and destined for failure. But if you aren't the person that is best suited for certain tasks in your business, this is where we really have to tap into the, the facets of the mind, uh, our facilities of resourcefulness to start to figure out how do I create this? How do I create something that I really want, something that I really enjoy? I mean, just think about it. how many people start restaurants because of the allure of like, I want to have this nice high-end restaurant. Everyone's going to want to come there and get all pretty up on a Friday night, take their dates, anniversaries, all sorts of things, maybe live music. You got this vision of it, but you really want to maybe just sit back and be the owner and have the prestige and, and, the, and the bankroll coming in. You don't necessarily really want to be busting the tables. You don't want to be mopping the floors. You don't want to be opening and closing. You don't want to be tending to the register, making sure the drinks at the bar are being abused, right? So, so to build a business you love, you have to kind of like know who you are and figure out how am I going to concoct a solution or a way out of some of the pieces of the business that are always going to be required. Because the fact of the matter is, is if you've got the personality that likes to kick up dust, it doesn't matter what business you do, whether it's real estate or painting murals for people or wedding photography, you're going to be great at, you know, raising the capital and making the money and then getting a, you know, strong demand for your product or service offering. But the problem is, you know, if, if you're that uh, much in the, uh, you know, make it rain, if you're that much of a rainmaker, a lot of times the rainmakers aren't the best bookkeepers. And to try and force yourself to be a bookkeeper when you're really just a rainmaker, you're, you're constantly going to be channeling energy into the category of tasks that don't best suit you. It's not your genius zone. So a genius way to approach that, say, hey, if I'm a rainmaker, I'm going to do what I do best and make it rain. I know I got to report to Uncle Sam. I know I got to put in all the numbers. I got to report all the income and all the expenses. Those are the rules of the game. So what I can do is find a way that eventually someone can help me. And if the business is just getting started, maybe you're asking you know, a relative or someone that's a retired um, bookkeeper or something, maybe wants to do some volunteer or, hey, can you help me out with just give me a, an eyeball or a set of eyeballs at, at, at my documents and helping me get a little organized? I can take out the lunch. I can buy you a treat. You know, I can take care of you, right? And for your time and your effort in helping me. And so those are little instances where you get past uh, what your strengths are and what your weaknesses are. Because if you just try and turn, if you're a rainmaker and you try and turn yourself into a bookkeeper because that's your weakness and you need to work on your weakness, that's it's really foolishness because you could spend years trying to become a great accountant, right? There's experts that already have that. But all the rain that you would have made could have easily bought the best bookkeeper in town several times over. And while you kept doing what you do, you were also getting better at what you do. So keeping that in mind can be very important when you look at how you actually start structuring something that's really going to be enjoyable for the long run. You know, you've got to set out with the right direction to begin with. You know, there's there's some business models where, you know, it might be cool to make a buck, but are you going to see yourself doing that same thing in five years, in 10 years? We all go through an evolutionary process, right? You know, we, we started, we signed up for the free webinar or the free, uh, the free in-person live event, you know, 10, 12 years ago, just to get a free tip on how to be a landlord. Wholesale a what? <laughs> you know, I didn't know about <laughs> sub two, sub who, a what who deal. You know, I was just trying to be a better landlord and thought maybe I could buy some cheap course to give me the magic tips on how to succeed with cash flow investing. Never knew that it was going to take our whole lives on a completely different path. Right. <laughs> I didn't go to college and do the whole engineering degree to, to give it all to rich dad and, and fire the boss and, and just go carve a new path. But what you find is there are things on the other side of the wall. I'm going to talk a little Game of Thrones right north of the wall or outside when you when you when you leave the desert and go into the ocean to try and fish out in the oceans, you find it's scary. There's big waves out there. There's big sharks that might eat you. But, you know, there's freedom out there. 
And if you'll give it the time and learn the, 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 the tools and the skills that you need and, and get the protective mechanisms around you to help you succeed by knowing yourself and knowing what you need. I'm not a raft builder, but I'm a great way maker. I'm a good navigator. I can calculate the winds, but I can't build the ships, right? Find the shipbuilder. You plot the course. You be the, the visionary, even if you got an integrator tendencies, right? And these are the, the pieces that you start to do. And to bring it all back to real estate, just keep in mind, if, you, if you've done flips before, or you're looking at doing a flip now, or you've got you know, your first one coming up, or you're aspiring to do a flip, you know good and darn well you're not gonna swing the sledgehammer and lay the tile and you know pick out the internal decor and do the rocks and the landscaping and, 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 and. You have to have who's. You have to have a Rolodex. You have to have a power team that can knock down those tasks. You might be the great orchestrator, coordinator, glorified GC of the project, but guess what? You're not trying to go reset the toilets. You're not trying to do the roofing. You didn't get into this business to go, you know, replace one job with another and have a, a set of accidental handcuffs on. So knowing that um, that's going to be a scrape job, but you know, you only have to put in 50 grand and you're going to make a hundred grand on the back end. Great. Who is going to help you do that? You've got the vision, you've got the cash and you've got the plan. But if you don't have the right resources around you, good luck trying to build that house from scratch all by yourself. It can be easy to lose sight of these things sometimes, um, especially maybe if we're just getting going or we feel like, well, I need to build a team and I need to start marketing and advertising and I need to, you know, find these other resources and, 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 and it can sometimes feel like just an expense train. You know, it's just, it's all your money, choo, 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 right out of your account. Like, ah, everything's going down before I go up. What's up with that? And understanding that is part of the process of nature to some degree. Take the seed, the seed that you're planting. The seed of you investing in your future, in your education, however you got here, right? You put the seed in the ground. The seed's got to go down into the earth first before it can take root, get into the soil, get the nutrients it needs to really germinate and evolve into the great plant that gives you the fruits. So giving some consideration to that, part of it is a little bit of a natural process. Uh, you know, so for anyone that, that, you know, came home from boot camp as an example, or came home from any event or had uh, time to step back and say, you know, what's going on in my business? What am I doing? Do I really enjoy what I've got going on. You know, what does it look like if you're in your W-2 right now and you have a spouse? Which one of you is doing the business? Are both of you doing the business? Which one of you loves your job the most, right? Who can help you put a plan together for what that escape looks like so you feel more comfortable going into it knowing that, oh, you feel like you lost money, but what about based on the specifics of your business, what could be waiting for you over here in the land of the business owner once you, you know, you commit and properly structure and go through that transition process? So that's something to think about, right? Building a business you love that feeds into the life you love, that's optimized, right? That allows you the best chance to develop and maintain and sustain and pass on the wealth that you want to create for your family. It's just being smart. Work smart so you can play hard. Play hard with the kids and bouncing around, baby, you're on your knees if you please. As you guys are looking at your own businesses, reflecting, you know, first quarter of the year's behind already. Everyone said F2020, now here we are in 21 with 90 days, 100 days behind us. How's things going, right? Your first, first 100 days. How's it going in the new year? You know, how would you evaluate things? Are you pleased? And if you don't feel good, what are you doing about it? So as you go through that process of building something that you love, I want to encourage you guys to reach out and get the support that you need. Uh, make sure that you're finding ways to get the self-care that's necessary because this is a, a long and for some lonely journey. So sometimes you got to stay plugged in if you want to stay lit up just like a Christmas tree. So with that, you guys keep plugging in. I've got to go. Hey, thanks for listening. I want to express my appreciation and gratitude for you tuning into this episode of Learn How to See Better. It's the only podcast out there that'll improve your vision 
the longer you listen.